Hi, everyone. Welcome to Domain Sherpa. Today is the second episode of Down the Rabbit Hole with Drew, Yoni, and me. We're recording the show on 420, so of course we talk a lot about cannabis. In fact, we bring Noel Abbott from Gondrepreneur.com, the number one blog in the cannabis industry, on the show to talk about things going on in the space. It's also Doge Day, so we talk a lot about Dogecoin, Bitcoin, and other crypto. All this is coming up right now on Down the Rabbit Hole here on Domain Sherpa, where all roads lead to domains, so let's do it. It don't matter what you say, ain't no way that you're messing with my team today. It don't matter what you do, I will. What's up, Sherpa Network? Thank you for tuning in today. My name is Jonathan Tenenbaum, a.k.a. JT, a.k.a. J-On, and I am the host and producer of Domain Sherpa, where all roads lead to domains. Today's episode is Down the Rabbit Hole, which is a new show that we're doing with my man Drew, my man Yoni, hosting this show to get into whatever we want to get into. As those of you who know, Domain Sherpa focuses on domain names, digital assets, crypto, NFTs, all that good stuff typically, but we get into all sorts of other areas because... All roads lead to domains and domains lead to everything. So, you know, we've got a bunch of very different interests and, and stuff that we're into. And uh, naturally, we like to bullshit about it. And this show gives us a platform to do that with two of my homies who are two of the most successful domain investors in the world, but also just two of the most successful people that I know and uh, and two of my close friends and dudes that I just like to, to kick it with. So with that said, guys, welcome to the show. What is good? Don't it's all good, man. You know, it's uh, I feel like, the same I time. Feel like <laughs> yeah, I feel like we've just ratcheted up the exuberance a bit. Um, and uh, you know, it's like I guess just more cowbell, you know, <laughs> more cowbell. Ding, ding. That's what's up. So today is 420, right? So that yeah. is going to be the topic of today's show. So for those of you who don't know. Uh, I suggest you go Google that Google, Google 420. <laughs> Actually, so we've got, we got a special treat too. So, so we've got gondrepreneur.com, which is the number one blog for the cannabis industry, uh, which is again, gondrepreneur, G-A-N-J-A-P-R-E-N-E-U-R.com uh, and check it out. But we've got Noel Abbott who runs gondrepreneur, who's going to be joining us in a couple of minutes. So as a special treat for the audience to talk some smack. So it's going to be all good. But uh, yeah, so it's 420. It is today's the day. And uh, it's also Doge Day. It's Doge Day. So we're going to talk some Doge too. But uh, so yeah, so what's so what's good? So what Drew? Did what you call you... When, when I, you know, when I was younger, we used to say smoke the Doge. I mean, Doge was also like <laughs> another slang word for weed. Is that yeah. how that became Doge Day? You know, that's good. I don't know. Yoni, do you know what the deal is? I've like, never even heard of that. <laughs> yeah do doja doja you know what i'm saying so yeah, it's like it's more yeah. doja. you know okay, so, okay. yeah so i don't know where doja day comes from it's it, it's you know is it coincidental that it's 420 i, I think maybe after uh snoop dog got involved with dogecoin maybe they like made 420 officially doge day ah. but it makes sense it makes sense for doge to try to take over 420 <laughs> Yo, check it like can you imagine i mean doge is taking over everything else if Doge takes well, yeah. over 420, they take over the, I mean, they're taking over everything. I saw an article today. I forgot it was like, what's it, Forbes? It might have been Bloomberg. Somebody, some idiot was writing, was like, yeah, yeah, Doja. I love this Dogecoin. It's like, it's, it, for as far as I can tell, it's exactly like Bitcoin, except with all the toxic narrative around it. 
And I'm just like, man, these people are so stupid. It's just crazy. <laughs> but I'm not going to lie. I'm a little jealous. I never bought any Dogecoin. Did yeah, you get some? Too, yeah. No, I never, I never got any. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I was, all, I was all like, you know, people were asking me about Dogecoin. I'm like, you got to be really stupid to buy some Dogecoin. I mean, you know, there's no, there's no miners behind it. There's no security. Mm-hmm. You know, the, it, it's, it's basically like an abandoned protocol that was just a joke to begin with. It's oh, yeah. the, the, the real issue actually is the security issue because yeah. there are no proper developers, and from what I yeah. understand, there are actual security, like effectively major security bugs, issues, bugs that can interfere yeah. with the whole security of the whole ecosystem. Yeah, I guess the pro, I guess it doesn't matter in a way, just because nobody uses it for anything. So, um, but I don't know. I I, I feel like I mean. It's crazy because it's got like a $50 billion market cap now. Dude, right now, it's yeah. literally like the fifth biggest crypto, I think, according to. Uh, so I was just, uh, yeah, it's it's $53 billion, right? <laughs> and even if you look at this. It, took oh, all, it, it, it briefly passed XRP yesterday, apparently. Dude, wow. <laughs> it's the world's fifth most valuable crypto. And at the moment, and I finally bought in on some Dogecoin. So like, I just did it because I'm like, I want to be able to post the memes. I want to post that dog that's all jacked, like walking down and be like, hell yeah, that's my shit too. You know what I mean? And uh, so I, I think it's crazy. But I guess my question would be this, right? So now it's literally worth, I mean, $50 billion, right? That started as yeah. a joke. Summary on Coinbase says this shit isn't even for real. Like it was started as a joke, you know? And but now that it's got so much velocity behind it, can it be pivoted, right? Is there a way to pivot that the thing can actually be used for payment processing? Like some other, like, like, is, is there, is, can that happen? I guess. Is my so opinion. I heard a rumor that like, they're like one of these, I think they're like a layer two solution and some other blockchain. They're like planning to like, kind of not take it over, but like start, providing resources behind it and like they're gonna i don't know somehow i don't know but you you know like snickers bar just did a an advertising campaign <laughs> like yo it's 420 get your get your snickers bars in a doge or something like I, I don't even know how they brought together snickers bars and doja coin but somehow they did slim jim did a apparently like a massive ad campaign somehow you know merging together Slim Jim and Dogecoin, because why not? Dude, well, and yeah. uh, I, I don't know, well, I don't I mean, know what to make of it. You know, the, it, it, it's kind of like you said, though. It's like, all right, you got a $50 billion market cap fucking shit coin. And so mm-hmm. either you've got $50 billion in completely wasted resources that'll go to zero, or maybe not to zero, but, you know, to whatever price it'll definitely be lower than it is today or somehow it will migrate to like oh guess what paypal freaking accepts dogecoin now and it's like all right here we go right so i don't know i don't even know what to think it was like it was a joke until it wasn't it was like now it's so big that i feel like somebody's gonna feel like you know figure out how to like uh uh you know get in no No, what is up, What's up dude? man? Hey, how's it going? What's up, happy man? 420, Welcome. brother. Yeah, happy 420. <laughs> Welcome, <laughs> Sergeant Chirpa. 
All right. So for the audience, this is Noel Abbott. He runs Gondrepreneur.com, which, as I mentioned, is the number one blog in the cannabis industry. So here on 420, we thought it would be a special treat to bring him on here on Down the Rabbit Hole with us and uh, kind of talk a little bit about, you know, the space and whatnot. We were actually just talking about Dogecoin. So, oh, we're, yeah. uh, you know, and uh, I, I'm now a Dogecoin holder. Right. So I'm, I'm a big longtime Dogecoin holder for about 48 hours now. And, uh, you know, so I bought that way is a, that's like it makes you an OG. <laughs> I bought it way high. But the one thing I'll say just to close the point up and then we'll move over to talk with Noel is that uh, the Dallas Mavericks are actually selling some of the merch uh, from their team shop in Doge. In Doge. And they said and Mark no. Cuban, Mark Cuban said he's never going to sell his Doge. He said, we'll accept it. We're never going to sell it. So it's like giving away. Is it giving it away? Is it like or is it just one of those moves that if you get enough people to say, hey, this is the joint, like we're going to use this and, you know, and you get to a point that you can actually use Doge. I mean, I feel like this is like what Bitcoin was trying to do, right? It was like, okay, let's get everybody off this other system and move them to like, you know, decentralized finance. And it was like, nah, move over. You know, it was like Dogecoin came along was like, yo, Bitcoin, hold my beer. And like just fucking <laughs> swept the world in like a couple of weeks. But but, but you know, you got like the richest people in the world are literally pumping Dogecoin on Twitter. Like, but, but, but it does have some real utility. I mean, you know, so it has two things that I don't know to what extent people assign value to it, but I think that's pretty much the most valuable part behind it. One is the branding. I mean, I don't know which coin has better branding. Maybe Bitcoin is the only one that beats it in branding. But just the fact that it's memeable, I mean, that's just, you know, you effectively get free PR from random people just because it's funny. And then the yeah. other one is actually just the smaller denomination of each coin makes it a lot easier for people to understand that they can buy it. You know, when somebody yeah. tells you, hey, Bitcoin is 55,000, you're like, well, okay, I can't afford it. Okay, yeah. but you can buy like 1,000 of a Bitcoin but then it becomes just too, it's not palpable enough for the average person yeah. to understand that, yes, they can actually, you know, buy like one millionth of a Bitcoin and so on. This, this just makes a lot more sense because, you know, when people are talking about 39 cents, a dollar, even if it goes like to $10, I mean, at least you understand what the concept of $10 is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think you, I, that way, I don't know. I understand what you're saying about like, you know, it's why people were, you know, stupid people were buying Bitcoin cash instead of Bitcoin because they were like, oh, look, it's cheaper. Like I get the the the, the bias towards lower denominations and, and people are like, oh, yo, $55,000 Bitcoin. I missed the boat. Let me get on some 39 cent Dogecoin. Like I get that. I understand. But I'm not sure that that your, your argument holds water in terms of like easier to understand I don't know. But, well, like, but this, this just is think just a very big hurdle. Yeah, yeah. I think Bitcoin. it's easier for the folks to grasp the idea of yeah, like, hey, there's I mean, still a lot of runway, right? At 55, yeah, hey, you're like, man, because I this buy, is, you know. I think I just want to like use my Bitcoin and like only transact with people that understand the difference. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like oh yo that's super cool you all in dogecoin okay yeah, yeah, yeah. go go to that line over there like 
Stay with your people. No, but I'll tell you, the new shit is AMP. If you guys aren't hip to AMP yet, that's trading at like 50. By the way, y'all, this is not financial advice uh, in any way. This is not financial advice, but AMP is going to make you rich as fuck if you go and buy a lot of it. Because I bought some of that too, you know what I mean? (laughs) But yes, this is not financial advice. In fact, with that, let's segue to talk about, we got Noel on the show. We can pivot back to crypto shit, but AMP, y'all, AMP, AMP it up. But um, the uh, so, uh, no. What is up, dude? Happy four twenty, man. Uh, why don't you give a give the audience a little bit? Let's explain. So, talk to us about Gondrepreneur.com. What's the mission? What do y'all do? Uh, not to turn this into an interview, but let's just set the you know let's let's set the table a little bit, and we'll go from there. Well, yeah, I imagine uh, a few of the uh, listeners and watchers are probably you know vaguely familiar. I've been on couple times in the past, but uh, essentially Gondrepreneur is a project that uh, I co-founded with Drew several years ago. Um, And uh, our mission is to educate people who want to be involved professionally or from an investment standpoint, um, or, you know, just have a career um, in some aspect of the legal cannabis industry. Um, We every day publish about five stories, picking the top news items from around the country and around the world related to policy, uh, business developments, um, acquisitions, things like that. Um, That goes out uh, to our audience of about 40,000 newsletter subscribers and uh, almost 200,000 social media followers at this point. Um, And uh, we've also got a podcast that's been running for a long time with our host, T.G. Brandfault, who's also one of our uh, primary journalists. And uh, yeah, you know, we've just kind of been yeah, totally. He's in New York now, actually. But uh, oh, okay. Yeah, he moved. Oh, so out. we don't have to pay that Michigan uh, uh, employee employment tax anymore. Correct. Bam. Bonus. <laughs> Bonus. Yeah, having and, a remote workforce has been interesting. Uh, you know, hiring people and they're in a new state. We got to get familiar with all the uh, all the regulations around that. No, I think we've got a great story that we should publish. And so I saw on Twitter, no, no, sorry, actually. So, so we own, we own purpleurkel.com, one of the strains, one of, you know, purple urkels, a, a, you know, old strain of, of, of wheat. And uh, I've got purpleurkel.com and, you know, I, it's one of those names. It's like, I forgot about it. Right. All of a sudden yesterday I saw it earn like 40, 50 bucks in parking. And I was like, Whoa, where'd that come from? And so I'm like Googling, like, all right, well, what's going on with Purple Urkel? And then I, and then I discovered that Urkel himself, Steve Urkel, uh, uh, from what was that show? Oh yeah, Family Matters, Jaleel Family White. Matters, fam- mm-hmm. Yeah, he 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 um, uh, he partnered up with Seven Ten Labs, the, the the extraction company, and they came out with a, a line of Purple Urkel, and uh, it's got his face on it, and it's it's dope. It's like really really well done like super well-executed branding, uh, but they don't have the purpleurkel.com. But anyways, I think it's a great story. I love it. I think it's one of my favorite celebrity cannabis stories ever. Uh, and then I saw like Snoop Dogg is all over it. He was in there with Steve Urkel smoking the purple Urkel and, uh, and, and Steve Urkel's doing like a, he's got the, the air, uh, what do you call those airstream? He's got like, he's doing like a, you know, presidential sweep of the country in his airstream <laughs> the purple urkel airstream yeah. and he's going around giving people he's got he's got he's got cast iron pancake uh, uh waffle pans he's got he's got a it's a cast iron it makes a waffle 
that looks like Steve Urkel. And then you put the, uh, and then you could put the um, uh, purple Urkel uh, uh, infused maple syrup on your pan, on your waffles. And uh, I mean, he's got pre-rolls, he's got extracts, he's got the whole thing. I was kind of blown away. Anyways, we got to get his attention. I, I hit him up on Twitter today and I was like, man, get at me. Let's go. I want to, I want to get involved here. You know, at least get you your domain, purpleurkle.com. Well, and that's Otherwise, I'll just keep earning that, you know, parking money. Well, and that's the thing. I mean, for folks who don't know, you know, Drew Media Options, we've got an incredible portfolio of cannabis domains. And because uh, Drew's been been on that for a long time. Yoni, with all of your domains, do you have a lot of cannabis domains? Like, is that? Um, I mean, I, I have a lot, but not really on purpose. Yeah, it's yeah, probably through some sort of data mining. <laughs> that we ended up with those without me realizing they're actual cannabis domains. Okay, yeah, yeah, oh, that's what's up. So, and then uh, so when you guys uh, Gondrepreneur, so where did that come from? As far as like, why'd y'all pick that name? Oh, uh, that was a... we picked we picked it independent of each other. Actually, yeah, yeah, it was a term that I think had kind of been not I wouldn't say like fully popularized, but it had been used a couple of times in pop culture mainly in like news stories talking about it. And it was a term that I think the industry, the very early stages of the industry before it was even legalized recreationally um, in Colorado and Washington, um, people had been using that term vaguely. Um, so yeah, my brother Graham Abbott and I put together a blog on a really bad domain like thegondrepreneur.us and uh, yeah. Drew was working on a similar project on gondrepreneur.com and uh, just reached out to us. Actually, I w at that time, I, w I don't know if I was gondrepreneur.com or thegondrepreneur.com and you were mm -hmm. thegondrepreneur.us. Mm -hmm. And then we were like, why don't we just do this together? And then, and then I think we upgraded to thegondrepreneur.com. I think I bought that from GoDaddy or somebody. Hmm. Yeah, well, so. But I might have that wrong. I think you had it by the time we teamed up, but yeah, it was maybe uh, definitely, definitely helped to drop the, the, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. And then, uh, you know, so we've got a lot of the strain domains and all that good stuff and, uh, bluedream.com and a whole bunch of like, I mean, it's almost like you name it, we've got it. And, uh, yeah, our latest project, which isn't directly a cannabis domain, but oregano.com we're using for cannabis humor satire. Oh um, yeah. yeah. Kind of like the onion, right? Mm -hmm. exactly and is that so that's active and live right now oregano it's live yep yeah, we've probably got about 130 articles up at this point we uh really started to push the content uh, last fall and uh we were able to hire some of the writers who work for the hard times which is a punk satire news outlet okay um, and, and they they've really blown up over the past few years um, so we've got some really clever people contributing on a daily basis and it's been a lot of fun yeah, oregano on, on oregano.com one of the articles 420 offers perfect opportunity to both smoke a blunt and punch a nazi <laughs> it's like what um that's awesome and uh Stop tired baby speaking of 420 man i was trying to figure out like so i you know over the years i've thought i've known what 420 meant right like and i think at one point i read in one of the you know, we had some book that was like, you know, some kind of pop book or whatever that was talking about 420. It was a San Francisco police code of like drug use or someone smoking a bowl in progress kind of thing. And, you know, and I don't think that's the case. I tried Googling it earlier today to see what's up. And uh, there's some other if you go to the Wikipedia page, it's some other thing about these these this group of people, this five five people, the Waldos, as they called themselves, 
would meet at this hangout spot and try to find this like abandoned cannabis crop. And they would always meet at 420 and then eventually got shortened to 420. And I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, you guys know anything else? Like I've heard a bunch of stories. I don't think that one is true, but I don't know. I, that's the first time I'm hearing it. That's the first time I I've, saw it. I was like, maybe they just I've researched it at length. And what did I you, what high times published that version of the story in the nineties, something like that. But yeah, I've heard many different sources as well. So, yeah. So, I mean, so no, what's good. What, what, what's going on today in 420? What, what, are there any big events? Oh, man. There anything? are a lot of really big events. Um, yeah. It's essentially within the cannabis industry, 420 becomes the day of the year that everybody kind of orients their entire marketing strategy around. Um, so on the entrepreneur side of things, with our advertising partners, it's kind of been overwhelming. You know, all these people uh, buying up all our inventory for this month. Um, there are a bunch of different big... Um, you know, like brand sponsored events uh, featuring big name uh, celebrity music artists. Um, I know the Last Prisoner pro Project has an event um, uh, featuring a bunch of people. Last Prisoner Project is a nonprofit organization that's devoted to getting nonviolent cannabis offenders out of prison who are currently locked up. And there's yep. still about 40,000 of those, I think, in the US. Um, so hopefully if there's some kind of federal action related to cannabis reform this year, that that's going to be included because yeah, uh, that's one of the Sponge. biggest problems with the, uh, you know, the prohibition of cannabis is just the, the injustice of locking everybody up for doing something that doesn't hurt anybody. And uh, most of them, a lot of them were just trying to uh, alleviate whatever physical ailment um, cannabis happened to help them with. Yeah. So, yeah. It's like, one monkey is going to put another monkey in a box because he smoked a plant. That makes a lot of sense. Let's, let's do that. Yeah. Um, oh, you know, I saw some shit too. When you talk about the, you know, interestingly here in the state of Florida, uh, John Morgan, Morgan and Morgan, the law firm, I don't know if you're familiar with dude at all. He's a pretty big, uh, you know, yeah. medical marijuana proponent and helped get the laws changed here in Florida. And I just yep. follow, started following him on Twitter like uh, yesterday or something. And uh, he was telling some story just cracking me up because I was thinking about him and some of his efforts and kind of in line with what you're talking about. He's driving in his car. He's like, man, I like to take a gummy at night, you know, and like, and I have this recurring dream where I'm flying on a pink dinosaur and everybody's watching me flying and they want me to come down because everybody wants to ride on the pink dinosaur with me. You know what I mean? And I'm like, <laughs> I like this dude, man. He literally runs like one of the biggest law firms in the entire state. I mean, he's a billionaire, isn't he? He's gotten big. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're a big, big, huge uh, personal injury firm. And then, you know, he segued into some of his effort around like, you know, not necessarily politics, but all, you know, decriminalization, legalization, you know, marijuana. I mean, it's part, he's part of the reason why medical marijuana is now legal in the state of Florida. And uh, he's a dinosaur, man. And he's like, and everybody wants to ride the pink dinosaur. It's like, you know, it's like, man, I don't know what we're talking about right now, but man, I, I, I feel you, John Morgan. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm in. Give me that pink dinosaur. <laughs> it's just wild to me, man, just seeing the way, you know, everything has changed. And I think, you know, and, and, and you know, obviously all these trends for the good, but, you know, you think about kind of, you know, people being put in prison for, like you said, selling smoking a plant and it's crazy and you know we've got to get off this disjointed every state like you know because the fact that you still got people that are in jail you know breaking laws is one thing right but at the same time it's like you know when you look and see the the disproportionality of like you know prison based on non-violent like you know drugs and all. i mean this is a whole different combo and i don't want to get all super serious on on 420 you know what i'm saying but uh <laughs> 
Yeah, it's just crazy shit, man. It's crazy. It's so important crazy. stuff. It's very important. I feel this is one of the things that I'm, you know, basically it's like plant more trees, let people smoke pot out of jail. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> Pretty much I don't care about anything else. And buy like, Dogecoin. You know, I do, but I'm not, you know, there's nothing else that I'm going to vote with my wallet on. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Except for AMP. AMP and Dogecoin. Let's go. Run them up. Pump them up. <laughs> Well, I'm voting. I'm voting on Amp and Dogecoin with my wallet by simply not purchasing them. <laughs> oh man, no, that's it. Right? Oh, that's We're all in. Anyway, man. Right, cool. So I can't believe right, well, I brought a shit coiner in the house. No, man. Hey, look, it's you know, I'm all, I'm all Bitcoin and ETH are my large like in my investments into crypto, but. You know, if I, you know, a little bit of Dogecoin, I just want to be able to, I just want to little, be. A little Doge don't hurt. Little Doge don't hurt. <laughs> little Doge don't Especially hurt. Especially on 420. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. So, well, and that's the other thing. So this is Doge Day. And I was looking online to see if there was any tie-in between 420, you know, from a cannabis standpoint and Doge and loosely maybe, but it seems kind of like just sort of, that's just kind of how it played out. It, it just happened out of nowhere. Yeah. Which is happened. another reason. It's, that's it's, another great story that we should publish on Gonzapreneur Noel is <laughs> how did 420 become Dogecoin day? I have a feeling that, that it's uh, people on the internet smoke weed and they like memes. And I think that's probably the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think the general. That's why I like Noel. Noel no, is like water. Knows like water. Follow the path of least resistance. Yeah. Wait, Yoni, what were you saying? I, th I think the whole point for, was for Dogecoin to reach 69 cents on 420. Yeah. And then that just kind of got out of control. Right. And that happened, be and, and that was because it got to 42 cents before 420? Well, 69 wait, what, what Yeah, 69. Like, in other words, they're just trying to get combine different memes together literally on this day. Oh, yeah, yeah. Anything that's like a number. So like 69 on 420. Yeah, why Doge, not? Doge to the moon. And then you got Elon Musk tweeting that shit. being like, yo. And, and then yeah. you got some, like you said, some of the richest, most influential people in the world hyping it up. And it's just like, how is this not going to, how's it not going to succeed, man? You know what I mean? That's why I'm a long-term investor in Dogecoin. You know what I'm saying? Because I believe in the underlying principles, you know? Look, I, I didn't, I, I could care less about Dogecoin until Snoop got involved. Snoop is like, you know, my hero. So like now that Snoop's involved, I'm kind of, I'm a little upset I didn't get any Dogecoin. Yeah, well. But what about Elon Musk? Eh, I love Elon, but you know, he's not driving my investment decisions. Snoop is Snoop Dogg, Snoop. on the other hand. Well, you got SnoopDogg.com, right? <laughs> Well, we got the 1G. I got to protect it. You know, it can't have any knockoffs. There's yeah. only one original dog. <laughs> oh, it's good stuff, man. It is good stuff. So, yeah, so that's what's up. So, uh, so Noel, so you got some stuff cracking today. I know you got a hard stop here in about two minutes. So anything else before you want to, uh, before you got to jump? I mean, just uh, anything exciting coming up for the, uh, on the site or anything that folks should know about? We got a, a new YouTube series that we're starting up called The Fresh Cut, featuring uh, one of our writers, Kara Whitstock. Um, it's going to be a you know video interview, probably similar format to Domain Sherpa. It's going to focus on people who are uh, more boots on the ground in the industry. Um, on cool. our main podcast, we interview a lot of the investors, policy decision makers, um, and on this show, we're going to uh, interview the people who are more hands-on on the retail and production side of things. Um, so new episodes going to drop pretty soon. Our first episode features a, a 
woman named uh, Nancy Southern, who was actually uh, one of the bud tenders at the dispensary just down the street from our office before we started working at home last year. And uh, she's in her 70s. And she would be working at the counter of the uh, dispensary, you know, the most helpful retail, uh, you know, consultant that uh, you could ask for. And uh, she joined the show to talk about what cannabis retailers can do to make their stores more welcoming. I definitely recommend checking it out. It's just youtube.com slash entrepreneur for our channel. Um, other than that, uh, if you're not on our newsletter, I recommend signing up if you want those uh, updates on the industry. Um, and uh, yeah, basically what I'm about to go do, uh, put together our headlines for today. I think the big story is probably that the Safe Banking Act just uh, passed the House yesterday. So Boom, here we retailers, go. Retailers, producers, everybody who touches the plant are hopefully going to be able to access banking finally. Um, and uh, I also heard that Chuck Schumer said something on the Senate floor today to commemorate uh, 420, oh, which is kind shit. of hilarious. Um, yeah, that's really yeah. crazy. Well, I mean, go. just look at Chuck. You know Chuck is going home and burning an L. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's zero chance that Chuck Schumer isn't going home and burning an L. So he's going to ride the pink dinosaur, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Chuck Schumer might ride the pink dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit um all right well that's what's up no man well thank you so much for joining us today on this uh the special 420 for this work for this year to get even weirder we need we need mitch mcconnell to come out and say something about 420 there we go who knows yeah. man? they just all need really that would actually mitch mcconnell just you see he needs to strut out with his melting face strut out <laughs> on the floor with like a big blunt in his mouth like what's up y'all 420 Yo, I actually think that would help politics a whole ton if they all just burn together. It would be enormous. It'd be like it'd be oh, like it'd, sure. it'd, like that one move. It'd be, he might not have a job anymore, but like the whole world would suddenly engage in politics again. Yeah. Well, and it just have them be somewhat more cooperative with each other. It's just so divisive and fucked up, man. It's like terrible. So yeah. You know, everybody just needs yeah. to burn and chill, man. That's what you know. Doing. You got a problem when like meme culture is better at driving decision making than like government officials yeah 100 percent, dude i mean that's actually like some real shit because like you said you know yeah can't get 100 like you yeah know? they can't yes. make anything happen like nothing and yet you know you get a meme and people drop 50 billion on a shit coin dogecoin Doge. <laughs> <laughs> I, I i you know on some level i feel like elon might have like stoked this whole thing to like just raise like a ton of capital like you know, I don't know, build a new country or like, you know, finance Mars or something. Hey, you know, hey. that's it. Dogecoin is going to be like the official currency of Mars. Yeah, that's it. Like, it's the only only thing. It's like those old uh, American Express or whatever, where it was like, you know, the Visa commercials are like, but they don't take American Express. It's like only Doge on the Mar on Mars. Where yeah. They don't take yeah. you know, U.S. dollars. Yeah, don't not bring accepted. your dirty dollars. We don't want yeah. your dirty dollars. We only take U.S. Doge. dollars not accepted. Doge only. Okay. But, but, but you know, practically it won't work because there's too much time delay between um, being able to send a message from Mars to Earth. So <laughs> li literally it's impossible as long as we're mining. And have what's, the, what's the latency? It can't be that much. I mean, if you can put a human there, like the speed of light's going to get you there pretty quick. No, it's like 20 minutes. Really? Yeah. Speed of light, 20 minutes? And, 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 I don't believe and most of the time, it's going to be a lot more. That's the shortest one, from what I understand. That's when Mars and Earth are really aligned. Oh, yeah. But yeah otherwise, yeah. when Mars is on the other side of the sun, 
you know, you have no chance. <laughs> yeah. When is 420 on Mars? There might be a link to uh, Elon, Elon Musk's uh, preference for cannabis. Um, well, yeah, thanks for having me, guys. I'll, All right, man. Uh, well, thank you, man. We'll see you soon, bro. Be good. Happy Thanks, no. Take care. Media Options is the industry's leading domain broker specializing in domain acquisitions, high-value domain sales, and domain name consultation. As pioneers and thought leaders on the subject of the domain aftermarket and domain name value, plus through their clear domain acquisition service, Media Options offers startups and established corporations an unparalleled scope of high-value domain options, providing access to domain names and curation technologies not available elsewhere. Media Options believes in the power of a great domain name and is dedicated to helping you obtain yours. Call or email today to put a domain to work for you. All right. So that's what's up. That's also the first time we had a jump in, jump out interview here on Domain Sherpa. You know, that's what's up. I, uh, I yeah, like let me the... know when you got Snoop Dogg on hold so we can just pull him in. Yeah, no doubt, man. Well, that'll be next year. Next year, 420 is going to be a full on event. We're going to do it. It's yeah. We should have planned that a little better, but we just had a lot going on. No, hey, it's all good, man. But wait, you know, did Snoop Dogg change his? He changed his name, right? It's Snoop Lion now, or something. He changed it to Snoop. No, no, no. he changed it to Snoop Lion for a minute, and he went all like reggae. He yeah, went yeah. To Jamaica recorded yeah. a, recorded a reggae album. Uh, it wasn't bad. There was a there was like two good joints on there, um, and then. Um, and then, yeah, that wasn't his thing. And so then he went back to Snoop Dogg. Yeah. So now he needs to change it to Snoop, Snoop Dodge. <laughs> that would be probably Dude, the most, that the most epic. Is SnoopDodge.com available? Because if not, we should like that. I can promise you somebody's got Snoop Doge. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, probably Yanni. No, no, no. So, nah, some shit, man. Well, what I think Snoop is- Snoop Doge, creating through Dogecoin, creating change- Okay, it says, fuck Bitcoin, just give me the Doge. Creating change for Dogecoin. Yo, oh, look at that shit. It's a super cool picture of like a Snoop Dogg with a Dogecoin necklace. See, man, you know, I think you make a good point, Yoni. I mean, you know, Bitcoin obviously is memed out, but Doge is like the only one that can really mess with Bitcoin at that level. You know, some people try to do Ripple and some of that other shit, but like at the end of the day, Doge, you could argue from a meme standpoint, is even like just, it's just like, it's just got more going Well, because I mean, that, that's really what got Bitcoin to where it's at. It's literally just the meme army because it's, it's not really even about, I mean, you know, the tech yes, is not yes. that interesting in a way. However, would not have kept the momentum if it didn't have the aligned fundamentals, such as yeah. the, law, the, the world's most secure network on it, like, the world's most decentralized network on the planet, the world's most valuable network on the planet. Like, you know, yeah. if it didn't have the underlying fundamentals of being like an, you know, absolute limited scarcity, uh, uh, you know, secure network, uh, well, you know, well, we wouldn't get- time, you know, you're effectively assigning values to those based on your own personal biases. So in other words, there's an aggregation of all these different things that Bitcoin has. And if you can decide, let's say there is maybe 50 different positives, you assign value to each one. 
perhaps the fact that it's memeable is maybe 80% of the value, you know? So that's what happens, you know, with Doge, like how it can actually get there because we, yeah. don't, we know it's an aggregation of all these values, but we don't actually know how much each, each specific value contributes. So perhaps the branding and the network effect of the memes is perhaps the biggest value. And if it's 80% of the value, then I mean, you know, I mean, it's obviously weird when you have nothing to back it up when at the same time you're willing to put money into it. You know, yeah, it's tough, but, but, but at the same time, you know, it's way easier to make something like Snoop Dodge rather than Snoop Bitcoin, you know, it's lame. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, no, no. Doge I mean, Snoop is Bitcoin actually would fall flat Bitcoin. on its face, right? It's like, but Snoop Doge is just, it just, yeah, it's got legs. Snoop Doge. It's got legs. Doge. Snoop Doge. <laughs> but um, that's the shit, man. And that's kind of what I'm saying. It's like, it's funny. It's like, we talk about domains, you know, how domains have gotten not stale, but, you know, crypto and some of these NFTs and stuff like that have made domains feel kind of like old hat type stuff, right? And mm -hmm. in some ways, I think you've got where Dogecoin and some of these, you know, has almost made Bitcoin seem like kind of like the old, like, you know, the old guard, like, you know, kind of boring money at this point. You know what yeah. I mean? And, uh, but, but, but again, I think I think the denomination is a huge aspect that has that Doge actually has over Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. And the reason is that because there is a whole problematic marketing that Bitcoin is having because right now, especially once Bitcoin goes beyond a hundred thousand, I mean, you know, like this is why people are talking about stacking sats rather than stacking Bitcoins True. because yeah. it's just too confusing. You can't just be like, Hey, I sent you 0 0.0005 Bitcoins. You get it. I mean, you can't, you know, it can be like, I send you one doge. Okay. That's easy. You know, like, so I think if Bitcoin, I mean, maybe they'll change it. Maybe they'll change in the future. The 21 million limit is going to become, you know, 21 trillion. And then the whole thing is going to be, again become more, more palpable. But until that point, I mean, or if they change it and instead of Satoshis, it becomes bits, which are, you know, maybe bigger units or smaller units. There's just some sort of problem in that in that way that you pass on that information to other people that are not in the business. Yeah. Whereas something like Doge, it's also easy because people can be like, oh, Dogecoin is 10 cents. So some dude can just be like, okay, I'll buy a hundred bucks worth. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you, man. I think, and, and I think it also gives people the, you know, sort of the interpretation that there's room for it to run. Right, where yeah, 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 you know, like yeah, Bitcoin. Well, it's a, you know, for, for Bitcoin, well, no, no, the whole thing is an illusion. Obviously, twenty percent, it has to go up by ten grand, right, or eleven grand. For Dogecoin at forty-two cents to move by twenty percent, just to go up eight cents, like forty-two cents to yeah. fifty cents, that's a twenty percent gain. Yeah, yeah. And, right? and that seems a lot less intimidating than ten a movement of. 10 grand even though even people are if the t moving 10 grand is well, it a lot also more requires likely, right? a lot less capital it yeah, also yeah, requires yeah, significantly less capital but even if you dig into the fundamentals and it's like hey for bitcoin to go up another 10 grand is a lot more likely than dogecoin to go up eight cents it's still like for the you know for the the regular don't you know we say the george carlin thing all the time right you think about the average person and think that half the people in the world are dumber than that right you know what i mean so it's like you know that's why biases and heuristics and things like that like really have such a, an effect on people because you know it's hard just for you know intelligent people to get over some of those kinds of things but anyway 
not to make this about that, but more. No, I think stupid people have an advantage in Dogecoin. Yeah, because they just are all in. They don't care. We're all in, man. Well, yeah, yeah. I think it's one of those. It's almost like that meme <laughs> with the IQ graph, where the most intelligent and the dumbest ones are in alignment about the same thing, whereas the ones in the middle, they they don't get it. Yeah. Well, that's kind of what it, it's almost like. Uh, you know, like having come full circle or something on it. You know, and uh, so yeah, man. I don't know. We'll see what's up, but you know, Snoop Doge. Uh, you know, it's just some, it's some funny shit, man. And, uh, and what's crazy is like, you know, the, so the dude who created the shit back in 13, I mean, this isn't like it happened yesterday. I mean, this was eight years ago and they were just like, yeah, we're just going to kind of, they basically like copied and pasted the code for Litecoin or something. Right. And we're basically like, yeah, yeah, yeah that's what it is. Yeah. You know? And they were like, Hey, Doge, but yeah, uh, it's some shit, but, um, so, and there's no, but yeah, I mean, I feel like we did this whole episode about Dogecoin uh those day man All right, we can talk 420 those you know, day we'll get more into you know we can talk more on the cannabis tip the uh i'm not sure how i feel about dogecoin hijacking my 420 i mean exactly. 420 is kind of like, that's the holy day for me like i don't know i don't i'm not feeling it don't come over here and hijack my they 420 co- they co-opt 420 you know what i think is also a trip i i was talking about this earlier you know for the the way that send every- your doge dog to the meat factory <laughs> you're like it's gonna be drew versus doge you know what i mean you're gonna turn it into like you're gonna have this thing now where you're gonna be like so anti less you're not gonna be indifferent any longer you're gonna be actually anti dogecoin and uh, just yeah like doge i'm hater. sour man i missed it i'm gonna be um, sour now i'm gonna be like i'm gonna be like the peter schiff of dogecoin well you know even, <laughs> uh, even your boy uh dave portnoy you know what i'm saying he missed the boat on bitcoin and now he's trying to get in and he's wearing the dog shirt today for doge, you know what? Like doge Didn't he, he actually got in pretty early no he got in then got out yeah and, uh, then, and then he <laughs> and then that's why they were saying he's got paper hands you know what i mean you see yeah, well, he hands. got in and he literally he's like oh no i didn't make any money he sold it like a week later so yeah. it's like well yeah <laughs> and that was like back when it was a like 20 20 coin or something you know what i mean and uh you know like then it ran up and he just watched it so you see him on some of his stuff he's like talking about parabolic guy and everything else he's like these guys are oh, yeah, rich yeah. and i'm on the sidelines watching this shit but um you know hey man you know so all right well what do we think about cannabis stocks so let's talk about that drew so 420 you know canopy who else is like what's what's good is there anything i, I sold i got out of my canopy a while ago i mean I, I don't know i'll tell you what i've lost more money in cannabis stocks than anything else i've ever invested in my entire life i was like literally one of the earliest investors in cannabis period like angel investments public investments like <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I've made any money in cannabis. Like I think I've lost money in, you know, everywhere I've invested in cannabis. I think I lost money this last run in the last like six months. I actually did make some money. Um, I took profits on almost all of it. The only thing I'm carrying now is like, I got the YOLO ETF, a little bit of that. I don't love that though, because they're not even investing into companies that touch the plant. So it's all like ancillary businesses, which they don't really, you know, so uh, but I got a little bit of that just to, just cause, um, and then, um, uh, my, my sort of like long shot favorite personally. And once again, this is not investment advice. Do not take advice from me. I am a domain monger. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about, but I do like to smoke the doge. So, uh, <laughs> slang, this is a company called slang worldwide. And, um, I think they made a really good play that I think our audience will understand because of 
you know, it's all about intellectual property, which is what I said early on in the, in the, in the cannabis game, I was just too early. And, uh, but these guys went out and they bought up all the like really known consumer brands. They went out, they licensed a lot of the like celebrity brands. And so they're pretty much an IP licensing company at this point. They just bought up all the IP and, um, uh, they bought a few operating companies and, um, you know, but they've got the global IP for all these like celebrity brands for all these, like, uh, they, they made a deal with one of the big, you know, uh, celebrity agencies to, you know, basically have uh, first option on anybody that wants to launch a cannabis brand, you know, comes through them. Um, they miss my boy, Steve Urkel. And, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, anyway, so slang, I like that one just because, you know, it's like, something irreplaceable like they're not competing on you know can you grow it for you know two dollars a gram versus four dollars a gram you know it's it's a lot of variables that go into that a lot of the variables can't be controlled so um i like this because you know it's like you walk into a dispensary and you're like oh i'm gonna buy this you know whatever they're like they own firefly baits right they own um uh i don't know a lot of the, a lot of the brands that people actually know in an otherwise sort of nascent industry. Uh, but I do think, you know, I think we talked about the other day, like third wave wins in, in pretty much every investment. And, um, you know, it, it, just look at Bitcoin, like third wave was the wave you wanted to get in on. I mean, it was obviously you did really well if you bought it 10 cents, but you held for like, you know, six years with, you know, nauseating roller coaster ride with no certainty whatsoever. There was, you know, you literally were holding it as a meme, basically. Uh, but if you got in in the early stages of the third wave, you know, you made almost as much as all the other people, unless unless you, you know, the people that got in like when it was cents, right? But you but also, it's not even about it's about the scale that you could actually do it because I mean, yes. back when it was ten cents, you couldn't make much money. No, I mean, I remember passing on it when it was like a dollar something. I was like, this will never work, <laughs> you know, but, but even if I did, but I can totally see myself selling out at least I mean, totally. almost all, but maybe at a hundred or whatever, something like that. Totally. There is no way I would have the balls to hang on, you know, to like a hundred thousand, a hundred thousand X, you know? Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. So anyways, my point is just third wave usually wins. So you want to be in the third wave of something. And uh, uh, or if you're going to get in earlier, then you got to make sure you, you know, be prepared to hang in there for the third wave. You know, yeah, I got, you know, I I just I sold everything at massive loss. I mean, I took it as a tax deduction, but I lost a ton of money like two years ago, um, you know, on all the Canadian uh, cannabis companies and you know the US one acreage I mean I just got my ass handed to me so uh, you know I, I even Aurora man I, I, I rode that thing I was up 1500% on Aurora and then I rode it all the way down to the point where I lost money like that's hard to do like it's really hard to make 1500% and be like nah I'm gonna just hold this and then I just rode that thing all the way down until I was in a loss oh, like God unbelievable that hurts, um man. that hurts yeah well it's a good thing that you got all that bitcoin to keep you warm at night the um and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, 
The, so what about you, Yoni? You got any cannabis investments or anything? No, I mean, I don't really know the space. I mean, from a business perspective, so I don't really buy it. Yeah, what I think is a trip for me, it's like, so now that, you know, I support, you know, the entrepreneur business and, and Noel and team. And, you know, so I'm on some of these calls and, you know, and how, again, it's kind of what I was saying before about how professional everybody, you know, and how sort of scientific and everything and, you know, and even when you're talking about, you know, obviously marijuana, but you're talking about uh, psilocybin and all that stuff. And they're talking about the medical uses and this and that and the other. And sometimes I just feel like, hey, guys, can we break character here for a second and just talk about just getting fucked up? You know what I mean? Because it's like, <laughs> you know, because it's like it's it's a trip, you know what I mean? Because you're having these combos about like, you know, and, and it's all business related stuff and science and medicine and this and that. And it's like, hey, right. listen, man, but don't get it twisted. You know, some of us OGs, you know, it was a lot of work to get to where we're at. And, you know, you had to put on your suit and tie to get there, right? Yeah, you yeah, couldn't yeah. get there, you know, being the, you know, I mean, to the point where literally in the early day, 14, 15, um, you know, when all the angel investment stuff started happening and there was all these startups happening, you know, basically if you use the word weed, you were like shunned. It was like, look, dog, you're, you know, you're messing up the vibe. Like don't use the uh, word weed because you know, like, uh, like the institutions don't want to hear the word weed. They want to hear about yeah. cannabis and medical marijuana. Yeah. And you know, you know, this is going to help seizures. And, you know, so it was like, look, you know, basically don't take off the tie until we got federal legalization. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and don't get it twisted, man. I mean, look, I think the, you know, the use of, of medical marijuana, I mean, especially when you compare it to opioids and all the other kind of stuff, I mean, this is truly, and when you see the success that people have, like, you know, people with serious medical conditions, cancers, children who have certain issues that can only be treated like, you know, they're treated productively and beneficially by, medical marijuana, like, look, man, it's all, I just being kind of funny about it, but I mean, I'm with you. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, like, even if we were, if, if that was the sole only, you know, there wasn't even a recreational slant to it. I mean, it's, it's obviously, you know, it's, it's worth pursuing and it's investable and everything else. So it's all good. But I just think it's a trip when I just think about how everybody's so like buttoned up on it now and, uh, and seeing how that's gone. And, you know, it's, uh, you know, come a long way from like grateful dead concerts and shit like that, you know? So it's, yeah, like, look at the, look, this is ready. We're gonna break this out. We got this is one of seven. Talk about an NFT. One of seven. Uh, this is the first legal cannabis cup in the United States. Oh, two thousand. What was two thousand fourteen? Gold leaf. Gold leaf VIP. Nice. You know, there was only seven of us. I was hanging out backstage. Snoop. You know, and, and, and the guys from um, Super Troopers, well, we were getting yeah. blazed as fuck. And then uh, I was smoking with the, I was smoking with the, the, the drummer from the Grateful Dead. And uh, man, it was fun. That was fun as hell. I was at the oxygen bar with tubes of oxygen up my nose. I got tubes of oxygen up my nose. I got a dab rig and the other thing. That was great. That's great. Driven around in a golf cart, like, oh, what do you need, sir? I was like, well, take me to the dab rig. <laughs> <laughs> and where was that? Was that in California? Colorado. That was the only uh, place it was legal in the United States at that point. Uh, this is literally about 90 days after they legalized it in, in Colorado. 
Okay. That's crazy. Some, so. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. The times have changed. U.S. Man. Cannabis Cup. Yeah. That's crazy. So, yeah, I remember, I remember reading High Times and all that back in the day. Oh, snap. You know what this is? So, I was a judge. And so, um, you know, this was – this I get up on the stage and give out the award. The award I gave out was Best Vaporizer. You know, it's like the, it's like the Grammys. <laughs> yeah. Best Vaporizer. 710 Kingpin. You know, and I had to read it out. It was like, in third place, we've got Incredible Milkshake Machine from the Incredible Red Eye Saloon. Uh, in second place, we had the Cloud V. In first place, we had my boys, 710 King Pen. And by the way, that 710, you know, th- those are the guys that just did the, the, the Purple Urkel. The Purple Urkel, yeah, I was just going to say. So. Right? First place, baby. They were already first place back then. Yeah. Now they got Purple Urkel. They're, they're gone. You can't <laughs> even catch them. They're gone. Oh, man. See you on the uh, moon. I love it. See you with the Doge. <laughs> Oh, good stuff, man. Good stuff. Look, so. look these are, this, this is a little memorabilia from that day. Look, we got, this is, this is my boy, Charlie Tuna. That's my old, that's my oh, mentor. Charlie Tuna. That yeah. was my, that was my, uh, let's see. You can't really see it very well. <laughs> uh, you can kind of see you off. Anyways, that was my boss from when I was in the seafood business. He came out there and met me in, in Denver. Took to participate in the escapades. I like it, man. That's what's up. Charlie Tuna. The, the rules of Charlie Tuna. That's up on our blog, I think. That's one of the first... Uh... First blog posts First blog posts that we ever made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what's up. All right. Well, with that, guys, I think we, uh, we covered a lot of ground. You know, we definitely... We did a lot of intertwining of Doge and Doja. You know what I'm saying? I think it's uh, all good. Um, but uh, and I think we said we were going to try to cut it after the hour. So we only have a couple more minutes and then we're going to shut it down. But anything else on this uh, on this day, this this righteous, this righteous, holy day that you guys want to. You know, speaking of 420, though, by the way, I think, Yanni, last week, as of last week, I think it's legal here now uh, for medical. I don't know oh. how the system works, but supposedly you walk into a pharmacy. I mean, you got to have a prescription from a doctor. But you walk into a pharmacy and you can just buy it at the pharmacy, supposedly. But, but you know, I'm assuming not all pharmacies carry it right now. I, I don't know yet. I assume the same. And if I had to take a guess, there's probably not a single pharmacy in the country that's got any at this point. But um, it's a company called Tilray, Canadian, uh, growing it. But they're growing it here locally in, in Alentejo. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, and then I guess distributing it. I don't know. I don't know how it works. I got to find out. Uh, are they going to offer, um, I guess, different delivery methods or is just the pure flower? That I don't know either. Nobody seems to have an answer to that. Um, I even asked the lawyers. They don't know. Um, I don't know. My guess is that at first it'll just be flowers, but I don't know. If we could get bait pens, that would be amazing. Oh, man, that would be amazing. Oh, yeah. That's the main thing I'm, I'm missing here compared to Canada. Yeah. I would say, like, maybe, maybe the only thing. <laughs> yeah, it's like, totally, totally. Wow, they'll, uh, get, they'll get those gummies. I'm going, back, I'm going back and I was like, yeah, never mind. They'll get the, uh, you know, but they'll eventually, they'll have gummies. They'll have all that stuff. They'll have the tinctures, the, the droppers mm-hmm. and everything else. And, uh, you know. 
But I even think, you know, but gummies and edibles, I mean, they're getting even more. Everything is getting a lot more sophisticated, which I think gets better for usability, man. I mean, I think. Oh, about- for sure. You can predict uh, how high you're going to get or how high exactly. you want to get. Yeah. One time I ate some oh. edibles in, in Seattle and like I was in a bad way. I was like hit, hiding under the bed in the hotel room for a couple hours. until <laughs> <So>, like, <laughs> was that, and I, I don't, again, I don't want to name names because I don't want to put anybody out there, but it was actually somebody. Sessions of a lightweight. It was actually, yeah, I am, I am, man. That's my deal. But um, the uh, but I'm a cheap date, you know what I mean? I I spend less that way. And uh, but it was actually somebody in the domain space who had uh, sent a package to the office, and uh, it was like some chocolate, whatever, whatever. And like, you know, I had no idea what was what. But it's funny. I saw a, a tweet, you know, not too too long ago that was like, my experience with edibles. I don't feel anything. I don't feel anything. I don't feel anything. I need to go to the hospital. You know? <laughs> you know that's the thing man you just like but i think as the science gets better right and then you can really work the dosage and the timing and even the strains and all that kind of stuff because even now i'm seeing gummies that are like where uh before it was you know you had no idea what it was at least now they're breaking them down if not by strain but by sativa indigo hybrid you know combined with cbd all that kind of stuff so you know it's just all good man all positive all positive momentum man it's really it's definitely what's up so but uh yeah so all right well on that note i'm gonna say happy 420 to homies i appreciate you guys as always this was a good one uh we'll go ahead and box it up and get it out on online either tomorrow or thursday for everybody uh and speaking of everybody meaning the audience i want to thank all of y'all as i say on the show all the time without you there's no us we appreciate you taking the time to be here and uh, and kicking it with us while we just do what we do uh, here on Domain Sherpa, where all roads lead to domains, specifically down the rabbit hole. We definitely went down some rabbit holes today. So happy 420, everybody. Peace, and we'll see you next time on Domain Sherpa. It don't matter what you do, I will.